Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of the Gym Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Stone. Over there's John. Hi, John. Hey, Tyler. Before we get started today, I want you guys to go over to the Gym Owners Revolution. The Gym Owners Revolution is a Facebook group. Uh, there we've got all sorts of cool shit we drop. We're going to be running a uh, kind of a free little thing for you to do in there in the next, uh, so about a month away. I know we've been running this, uh, <laughs> running this promotion for this for a long time, but it is about a month away. Uh, we're going to be running this month and a half away, shit, month and a half away. Um, but you're going to for free be able to like kind of go through and like touch up a lot of good shit in your business. Um, and at the end of this uh, little couple few days of 20, 30 minutes a day challenge, you'll be able to like really be selling higher ticket items. You're going to fix a lot of stuff from your offer stack to your uh, the products you offer to your sales. Now, everything's going to rule. So it's a free thing we're going to do to get you, get you guys started because we found that we're in the business of helping gym owners who are a bit stuck, right? A bit stuck, not making the money they want to make or kind of just at a plateau, either stuck very early or stuck in that middle, that midway through the development of the business to where they're just don't quite have the money to just sink a ton of money into their development. So we decided the thing we're going to do next month is going to be to help you by kickstarting all that shit for you for free. So get in the Facebook group. We're going to help you kickstart the way you make some real money so that eventually you can then be operating at a higher level so then you can pay us to really take your business up to the stratosphere so get in there the links in our description for the gym owners revolution facebook group and uh let's jump right into the podcast follow the show at the gym owners podcast on instagram follow john at jbanksfl on instagram and follow me at tyler f and stone on instagram today we're going to talk about something that we try to include in almost all of the fitness offer stacks that we have um our gym owners and coaches and personal trainers sell. And it's not a thing that um, is expensive. Uh, it's not a thing that you're going to make a ton of money doing, but I think it is a very critical piece in the operations of your business from top to bottom, from your retention strategy to uh, quality control, what's going on on the floor of your gym, making sure that your clients are held accountable as well. Um, to the things they're doing outside the gym, to their effort in the gym, and to the things that they just chose early on when it comes to defining their terms of success. So making your clients successful is what makes you successful as a coach. And being able to monetize that process is what makes you successful as a gym owner. So it's really important. So this product is simply measurables. Measurables, how are you measuring results for your clients so in our offer stacks somewhere in there i like to bake it in depending on how the products flow um but usually um i almost include it in all of my nutrition stuff anytime i'm selling Always. anything where there's a, a level where there's nutrition i don't go in my stack i don't go there's you know we don't go like training and then training plus nutrition and then training plus nutrition plus measurables i i almost like the flow where it's just when we're doing nutrition we're doing measurables. We're doing whether it's body fat scans or calipers or or even if, by the way, this may not just be – it's important to know what measurables. It's not just about body composition. can be. And what I do, it almost is exclusively. I get a lot of weight loss, uh, muscle building, fat loss clients. But when I do get into the world or like, you know, Gordon, one of our guys in the gear academy, is heavily into sports performance, especially with youth. Eh, you're be doing in like fucking body fat scans on kids that are 12, 13, 14 years old. You're not going to get into that much, but they are there for a reason. What is that? Right. And we're not going to be able to measure necessarily like, is this kid being a fucking man finally is he stopped being such a wuss right. <laughs> you know is, is he is he working but their parents are there for something performance-based and so are you measuring this thing we used to talk about before with our um assessment assessments and stuff like that as well yeah the person wants their kid to be faster and jump higher and be stronger then we are going to need some metrics for that so that by the end of this whatever commitment we've made especially with youth stuff like that is that like this is a short-term commitment and then they go off to their sports and then they come back to you so like you need to be able to touch in with them on, on where things are and then at the end of your arrangement here's what's improved and that's extremely important so whatever that is and maybe to start for this where when it comes to measurables how do we determine what we need to offer for measurables it starts with how you deliver your sales process because the first mm -hmm. conversation you should have with your sales process is what are you looking to accomplish in the next few months because that is your opportunity. And even if they say a bunch of other stuff, like I want to lose, I want to say, perfect. 
double, I like to double down at that moment in that conversation. And I like to say, so what would you define, what would need to happen for you to define this experience as a success? Like what would happen for this to be, for you to say, this was a very successful endeavor. And they'll say, exactly. If I could lose 10 pounds, if I could fit into my jeans, if I could just look better or feel great, let's find out what we need to do measurables wise to make that count. Because if you're not doing it, there's nothing to even hold them accountable to staying on track. Well, and we've talked about this before, which is it's expectation setting and the importance of setting those expectations up front. You can absolutely yeah. guarantee that you will not be successful with every single client that you meet. I guarantee you won't be. If you do not establish what the expectation of what this exchange is all about, why are they coming to work with you? Why are they bothering to spend money with you? Because if you don't have that be clear, when they get to the end of the month or for, or uh, eight weeks or six weeks or 12 weeks, if you weren't clear on what they were trying to achieve, they will blame you because they paid yes. you. And so this is where we didn't, and I think it's it's good to note that it's when we were originally doing and starting to play with how we would package services and how we would do this with clients and then with for gym owners to help them start doing it, and even for personal trainers, we didn't have this, this like accountability measurable piece that was originally tied with nutrition until we really started to realize how much more powerful the nutrition part and the accountability yeah. part got when we introduce this and ultimately combine them for good. When someone is looking at hiring a fitness coach, okay, for any reason, whether it's weight loss, strength, whatever, whatever that is, right? Unless they're already established in their nutrition habits and stuff, which then if I'm being totally honest with you, like I'm just not that interested in working with somebody who's like 98% dialed in. It's just, it's a low impact job. This is, we've, you know, worked with um, coaches all over the world who have worked with very, very high level athletes. And those, those highest level athletes are usually the least satisfying people to coach universally. This is what we've been told is because somebody else will get them there. It just doesn't take that much. You know what I mean? Like, like getting somebody from a 96% to 98% is just not that interesting. Um, I really like prefer to have the impact in my community and in the world of getting somebody who's said 10% and getting them to 70, 80%. That changes lives. It changes families, changes communities. That's the impact that matters to me. So I'm just not super concerned with like somebody who already has most of their shit dialed in and just needs me to what it's, it's just not there for me. So, yeah. and if you're trying to generate leads, okay. If you're trying to attract people to your services, uh, there's a lot more people who are way farther off from being dialed in, which means Someone's going to say a personal trainer is the solution to them getting goals. It's excellent. Yes, exercise is big. It's very important. But you and I both know this. You can coach the shit out of somebody in the gym. And I've seen it. And if they just, if there's nothing addressed about their nutrition or what they do is they'll work hard in the gym and then just use that as an excuse. Say, I did this. So now I don't have to bother with any of if change, making changes in any other aspect of their life. They choose paying for a trainer as a way to almost offload the responsibility for the thing that they really know is the problem and don't give them that out. And that's what I'm really saying. Not people are going to buy what they're going to buy. You don't need to force them up in it, but you do need to say like, just so you know, nutrient, like working out doesn't burn that many calories. You're better off taking six fewer bites of something shitty a day, something bad for you a day. Six fewer bites will get you almost further from a fat loss standpoint than a lot of fucking exercise like a lot of hours of working really hard. So it's just not worth it. And go ahead. Actually, but one thing I wanted to call out is the most pushback we get, whether it's inside of the gear Academy or when we are just generally talking with other gym owners or personal trainers is my people don't care. It's, it's almost as though the idea of fat shaming right? Mm -hmm. This new fat positive body movement bullshit is tainted yep. and has ruined how we all collectively think about body composition. Because now it's not appropriate to be able to say, I, I would like to be thinner, or I would like to look better. Oh, what does that mean? 
This yeah. mean I want to look you. Oh, you want to be, you're not, you're not, uh, you are not like confident or proud who you are or whatever. And if you're a fat mm -hmm. fuck, or if you have to lose some weight or you wish you could be stronger, we now all have to do this big group hug. And what it is, so what yeah. we get pushback on is a little bit of this woke bullshit, which is people come and be like, well, my people, you know, they don't care about yeah, body they're not composition. Interested. And, and it's the same thing I hear from people who are, uh, who say, oh, my people will never pay that much for my service, just in general, right? If you're trying to, nobody's going to prepay for 12 weeks of personal training. And I was like, okay, well, you're just not fucking asking or you suck. Like you literally suck at doing it because otherwise it's very, very easy. Many of our people do. And so when someone, when people come to us and, and they say like, oh, my people aren't buying it. It's like, okay, you're not offering it. One, that's usually how it goes. You're just not offering it. You're not, you don't care. You personally don't give a shit about it. It's usually what happens as well. So if you're having a hard time selling this, stop trying to sell it. This is the number one thing. Offer it to people and then just explain it in a, in this way, the way I'm explaining it to you, which is like, listen, you came to me. You defined these terms of success here, which is like you'd like to lose some weight. I'd like to be make sure that we can prove that. For the same reason, someone who's looking for fat loss should be paying for your nutrition services instead of just going to the gym. That's the same reason that they should be participating in some sort of measurables program where it's like we are going to weigh you, we're going to do body fat scans because they wanted to lose body fat. And it's very important because for them to be successful, if they're training for a month and nothing goes, they don't lose any weight, don't lose any fat, and you're coaching them on nutrition – that sucks, man. Like they're fucking lying to you. They're not doing it. But if they do have to come in, let's get on the scale. Let's check in. Let's see how we're doing here. That account that that holds them accountable. That makes accountability a thing. We're not having to do this day to day hand holding. It's like here's when we're going to check in, and that psychology. I've talked about this before. If you weigh a person every day, if they just weigh themselves every single day and make no other noticeable, intentional, deliberate changes to their nutrition or lifestyle, they will still start to lose some weight. You know why? Because they will make a bunch of subliminal little changes because they just know every, every day they got to look into it. It's a part of the observer's paradox and it's real. So when you get into this situation, now I've run into this before and I want to explain to you. So this, this resistance you talk about where people will say, oh, you know, people, my people don't really want it. It's like, well, two, one, if one, we've said you're not offering it, whatever. Two, are you actually advertising out there, like like promoting, not advertising, paying for ads? You can do that as well, of course, but and you should be. But advertising gets weird when you're talking paid ads for fat loss and shit. They don't. It'll, it'll shut your whole gets, thing down. Gets strange, yeah. So you, so you've got to be health. It's got to be fitness stuff. But your organic stuff, you should be talking about the shit that people want. So if you're not getting enough leads into your feeding into your system, like. Maybe and or the people and the people you're getting are just really not interested. Like I'm really not interested in in you know improving my body composition and making sure that I can prove that it's been improving and so that in the long haul we can make great improvements instead of just waiting until someday I'm jacked. That means you're attracting people who aren't interested in improvement. Well, that means then if I'm looking objectively at what you've been putting out in the world, social media wise, or what people are attracted to, they're not coming to you to get better. So you're not talking to talking about getting better. So all these people who want to lose fat are looking at your stuff and apparently you're not being attracted. And the only ones are, are the ones who come in and don't want to look better. Well, Jesus Christ, what a missed opportunity. So you're missing out on nine because 90 percent of the people who I who I work with and who fucking Megan works with and who the other gyms that we work, 90 percent of them, when people are running these systems, right, all of them will say that improving their body composition is the reason that they're there or is one of the things on the line for their, them to be successful. You and I dedicated an entire episode back way back in 2022 that was 100% dedicated to like the top 10 metrics for why people choose and come to a gym outside of being closest to your home, which was the number one reason why someone choose chooses a gym is because of the location of either where they work or where they live. It was body composition. Now, yeah. I, I think it's important because to call this out directly too, which is if you choose not to go after body composition, one, I think you're just being a pussy about it and you are fucking yourself over business wise by completely ignoring 
the largest percentage of humanity that needs help and right now is yeah. has horseshit advice that's being given to them yeah. all the way down to having surgery on kids that are fat instead of having them stop eating yeah. bullshit and just yeah. and you're right. just gonna as a business owner high road them by saying oh, i mean it's not that important i i'm above it no you're not above right. it you're not fucking doing it for people that's the problem because if you were delivering really effective incredible fat loss results and you were putting that out there and you were showing those testimonials and showing those results. And that's the whole point of measurables too, is you can define other successes along the path there. Um, yeah. What the fuck kind of opportunities are you missing? And what are you doing then? You're just letting people come in and live their life plateaued fitness wise, body comp wise, performance wise in your gym. Cause that's what you're encouraging by not doing this. Now, the one thing, so this is what I want to say It's yet we've established your pussy. We disagree with you. But here's the next yeah. piece, and this is what's the most problematic for me, is that because everyone assumes when we talk about this, this is the uh, the pushback that we get when we talk about measurables, is that it's because you only view measurables from a body composition standpoint, and you're planting your flag and fat in fat lands thing, and saying no, I'm better and yeah. I'm above it, and you choose not to do measurables. So you also have to understand, okay, fuck, don't do body comp because it's too much of a thing for you to be able to handle right now, mentally and emotionally and spiritually. But if you have people that are there with you to where maybe you do have a bunch of athletes or you do have weekend warriors, or you do have, again, what we talked about in the very beginning, establishing the expectations. Why are they, the, why are they there? And why are they training with you? You have to have a fucking measurable. So even if it's grandma <laughs> is there. She wants to be able to sit on the fucking shitter without falling and being put into a home because she breaks a hip. Guess what? You have a measurable. And you get somebody coming in ready for, ready for military training, right? They're military right. physical. Perfect. Here's where we're at now. Great. Let's get this improved. Boom. Now th th these things matter. That maybe combined with body weight and boom, you have now. But the performance is what the performance is. You know what I mean? I'm a 5K. I'd like to improve that. Perfect. Again, the outcomes of your training are obviously much more than just body composition and mile times and bench presses and all this stuff. It's, it's so much more than this. But you have to fucking somehow you need some data because it's important. And the reason this data is important is because the mirror will lie to your clients even when they're doing well. And they're so and most of the ones who have maybe got let themselves go for a while, they've been ignoring the mirror for a long time anyways. So even if it starts going the other direction or it's not improving, they're just going to hide from it. Okay. Um, so when things do start improving, they're not really going to know either because they see themselves every day. And it's yeah. a long ways usually in someone's fitness journey and weight loss journey before people in their lives start to notice and start to say things like, oh, have you lost weight? You look great. And like there's a there's a there's a long that that curve is a bit more what's the word leveled out like it's not it doesn't happen all of a sudden like suddenly it's not just like damn I look great in the mirror damn I'm down 15 pounds damn but like you may when you start training build a little bit of muscle and then fucking be losing some fat especially if you're brand new which means the scale may not move that much just weighing maybe isn't enough. Okay, so now they're going to see the scale stays the same. That's a psychological loss. And one of the most important things when it comes to being a coach, a coach is giving your clients wins. And you're taking wins away from them by choosing not to fucking apply whatever their metrics for success were. Okay, and making sure that you check in on it. And so maybe that not everyone is an opportunity to be sold into a product, but it can be, right? You can have a performance assessment that sits as your fucking measurable. Mm -hmm. we're going to check in we're going to devote an extra session to this i'll do a good write-up and a deliverable to you that works right and so i think that there's another piece to this though um that i think matters a lot is on the accountability accountability side with your clients okay now i have experience with this because i sell these products as well when i run personal training and mm -hmm. the measurables almost seems and you will get people and this is one of the guys in your academy said the same things like i'll have people that'll want to choose like my highest training package but they'll ask if i can remove the measurables out of it i'm like fine totally one whatever go for it let them like take the money off or whatever most of the time though they'll people will just buy it and then hope that you don't do it that's the other one 
they'll pay for it and they're going to try to shy away from it right so i have a client who it was the same exact thing he wants to he wanted to do the thing he's ready to make the change it's all all the all, everything is lined up to him i want to make this happen i want to go from here to here here to here but when it came to the nutrition stuff it was like always a little delay like yeah I'm, I'm i'm about ready i want to get through and finally what it came down to is like i'm not going to allow this right mm -hmm. i had to say i am not going to let you hide away from this because what they're doing by saying by pushing that off saying no 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 don't hold me accountable to this don't make me weigh myself even though i said i want to lose 50 pounds don't make me weigh myself let's never weigh ourselves i don't want to do body fat scan either like like if they're avoiding all that stuff what they're avoiding is success what they're avoiding is actually having to change themselves because as a coach you're going to find a, a person who goes from overweight to fit that's not the same person that you're dragging through that process okay that person needs to change from an overweight person with bad habits and with overweight habits to a fit person who does fit person shit which means you just need to become a different person you are who what your habits are and all these things need to change so people will subconsciously or very consciously subvert their own chances for success by avoiding the accountability to their own to their own success like i don't want to look at my bank account i don't want to know i don't want to know i know it's not good i don't want to look at it i don't want to know i'm going to avoid this i don't want to know how much i weigh okay not by the way avoiding getting on the scale when you're is a thing that people do when their stuff's headed the wrong direction when you know you're not paying any attention you're letting yourself go that's when people will stand on the scale for the first time and three months, four months and go, oh, fuck. And they know they've been avoiding it and they know why they've been avoiding it. So do not let your clients who have goals that are defined by weight loss, fat loss, and all this stuff, and they need nutrition coaching, don't let them off the hook. Don't, don't put, so this is, if you sell someone into something with zero chance of success and you know it, it's on you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Meaning if I have no person who has dog shit nutrition habits and they want me to, to give them results via just personal training, like I, I can't help them. I just can't help them. I said, are you, even if they don't buy my coaching, are you willing to eat less? Are you willing to eat better stuff? Like, are you willing to at least do that generally? Because if you're not going to make any improvements there, all I'm going to do is you're going to learn a lot of things about exercising here. And then, and then you're still not going to get any results. Your experience with me needs to be a successful one. It needs to be fruitful or else it's not worth my time. And with John, we do this in our business coaching all the time. I'll tell clients we have constantly. I don't care. Like I'm all about a good idea, whether it's mine or not. I'm also all about shitting on a bad idea because it sucks. Right. And if a bad idea sucks, I don't care if you do it, man. But if you want to do something stupid, don't bring it to me first. Definitely yeah. not. Just go. because I am then going to rip it. I'm saying, no, I think this is dumb. If you're just going to power forward into it, don't take it to me. Cause I got to tell you, I think this is a terrible idea. And it's the same, it goes the same way with your fitness clients. Okay. If someone comes in and like I person, people I'm describing to you, all they're doing is starting to put up barriers around them, walls around themselves so that they can sequester themselves away from you and shy away from any potential of success that they're going to have because they've always failed. They know they've always failed. That's why they're here. It's always gone the wrong direction. So for them to fix it, they're going to have to actually move forward. And they don't want to because every time they get now, what's, they, they, they're set up to fail. They're going to go forward and they, they think they're going to weigh themselves in two weeks and get a body fat scan in a month. And it's going to be worse because it's always worse. So don't right. give them that because you're once they once they build that up, you are now the fall guy. Because then they say, I spent the money on this trainer and it didn't work. Don't do fucking business with those people. You know, and you need to be able to communicate these services in the, for the reasons that I described. Like, well, this is it's literally how we know it's working. And if it's not working, we'll make some changes. And you need to be accountable to your own success. One more piece of this. Quality control for your coaches is a huge one. Because what – Absolutely. And, and when, when I look at this, this is a very important piece that I see a lot. I see gym owners failing this with their coaches all the time, Okay. What would your coaches need to do as far as like being bad at their job? What would a coach you hired? What would he need to do to, for you to fire him? Like what performance metrics are out there where you would fire him? Because I hate to break it to you. Them being likable, friendly, showing up on time. Those are not exceptional. They're not exceptional at all. Okay. You're fucking you be a cashier at a gas station. Those are criteria. 
People have to like you. When you talk to people, you need to not fuck it up. You need to get through whatever this interaction is that we're doing here. And you need to represent our business well. You need to show up on time. You got to be presentable. Like, but literally with gym owners, with when they hire coaches, like that, that's like the only thing. People like him. Well, great. And now none of their people are getting any fucking results. So you need to somehow have your coaches be accountable to the fucking results that their clients want. And that means when you define the terms of success for the client, that needs to actually exist somewhere, probably in writing in your backend systems, right? In your on your client folder. What are their notes? Hey, this person's looking to do this and this and this by this time. And when you actually introduce measurables for the sake of accountability for your entire business and the client, everybody, for the services, for the coaches, for the person out on the street, for their their hours they're spending away from you in the gym. This is how you create a successful endeavor. If you can't measure it, you really can't manage it. And if you want to scale, the, the importance of why you as the gym owner, you have to buy in. It's mandatory. You have to buy in to having a metric system of how you are, uh, um, how you are establishing how every client is successful, how the, your business is being successful. You have to have numbers. You have to know your numbers and your clients have to be aware of what is going to, what numbers matter to them to help them be successful, all based off of these expectations you set ahead of time. But most importantly yeah. is that if you're a gym owner, you are not just a coach. You're not just a personal trainer. You have something wrong with you. You have that itch that's in the back of your mind that makes it to where you wanted to do more. And because you wanted to do more, you have a lot of nuance for why you do what you do. And there may be a lot of things that you don't realize that you do them because you have years of experience and years in the saddle or years of working with a certain type of client that you just know certain things to do. I guarantee your coaches don't. They don't have that nuance. There's a reason they're a coach. There's a reason when you hire people and you bring them in, there's a reason they don't know what the fuck they're supposed to do unless you tell them and hold them accountable for it. Yeah. If you're going to be a successful gym owner and you want to scale and not be responsible for coaching every fucking hour that's available for clients in your business, you have to trust and hand the baby off to maybe folks that aren't as qualified as you, that are only working their way up to be 80% as good as you. If you don't have a metric for when their client leaves, you now finally have a coach so you can have them personal train some of your people and that client leaves and you don't know why, cause you weren't fucking coaching them. How are you going to know? How do you have any idea? What, what are the metrics that say, is this guy that I'm trusting with my people, my brand, my money? Is he holding up his end of the bargain? What are the metrics that allowed that person to be successful that he was coaching? If you don't have it, and you don't fucking know. You're in the dark. And all you and sit with is control. Like, oh, he's, a, he's a good guy. Yeah, exactly. People like him. Great. Well, people like him because they can hide from their own failure and just be like, oh, I'm here with this guy. And that's okay. I had fun. Look, but I had fun. But I had fun. I've been working out four days a week, but I'm still fucking getting fatter from year to year. Mm -hmm. What? Like we're not in the business of health then. You're in the business of giving people a fucking playground, which is fine. But open a right. fucking bowling alley then at that point because I don't know what you're trying to do. And you can have a place where people do good stuff, right? And it's good. It's great for the mental health. It's great. People should be exercising. But I promise you, I promise you, people who are really overweight, like I promise if if they can have exercise, a good outlet, and and lose that weight, that's how you've actually made a change in their life. Otherwise, you've just given them somewhere to go giving them a good right. hour and that's great but but in the end it should be for something yeah i'm just not interested in having my stuff that i do not be not work so that's it's just it would be super frustrating for me now i want to go through a real quick thought oh on the uh quality control side the, there's another side can you hear that noise behind me or is it not too bad eh, it's faint you're all right i'll try to i'll try to back it down and speak up a little bit we'll make that all right my apartment, this building has been flooded, so they're doing some work, and it fucking pisses me off. So we'll get moving up. But quality assurance as well, though, for the coaches, right? Their, their accountability, they should be accountable to client results and to client satisfaction. Client satisfaction is not always tied to just results. 
Uh, it's not just tied to fat loss. It's not just tied to their tied to their lifting numbers. However, those things should be tracked and they should be a part of your system. Uh, it's also it's just did they have a good time? All those things. Do people like them? Did they enjoy the session? Did they feel like the session was effective? A great way, and I don't know if he still runs it, but our friend Willem used to do this. Is at the end of each session, there was a just an iPad on the way out the door. You know how you go to like a bathroom, you come out like a public oh, yeah. restroom, and there's the, the iPad that you're supposed to touch <laughs> to say whether it was good or bad or whatever, right? You wash your hands. There's basically that for the gym, right? And so, so after every session, how was the coach? How do you think the workout was? Did you have fun? Was there and, and whatever, right? But it's real quick. Boop, boop, boop. And getting that type of feedback, maybe you don't do it with every session, but maybe you shoot someone an email once a month. It's just, hey, answer these rate one through five. But you need to have, but that stuff matters as well when you're trying to scale. Because if you're trying to scale and you just got a guy that people like out there, great. I get, there's some guys that have clients that people like, and it's because those clients, or they have clients that like them. That I see a coach out there who like, don't fucking get anyone any results and the only reason that the clients like them is because they're likable and they don't know any better the moment they start seeing good personal training out there and like a real uh, quality engagement and some good work and and instead of it just being this fucking loose mildly disrespectful fucking uncaring nonsense you know spending 30 minutes just hanging right like that on your phone half the time they just don't know any better so they'll continue to pay that person but this is a thing where you need to be accountable to all of those things, not just likable. But did you think the result, the workout was fun or was it too easy, too hard? Right. Well, if everybody is saying your workouts are too easy, then maybe you got to, there's something you could do differently there. Right. So all of those things for quality control, that's why where the measurables fit into one piece. Of course, this is for the clients as a product to sell, but I want to touch on this. I don't even give a shit about making money on this product. Matter of fact, my measurables costs take so little. I charge like, Oh, sure. I mean, maybe maybe like 50 bucks to do a quick body scan or something like that. And it takes me almost no matter of fact, that's just for the time I spend turning it into a visual representation to send out to them still, you know, putting it on a document and sending it to them. Um, but even then, it doesn't mean that, like it's the money has very little to do with it, actually. Um, if it did, I would, I would just charge more for it, too. And I would be concerned with people. This is why I just bake that into what I do with my nutrition stuff now for the most part. Because I would here's here's a little thought exercise, and I want you guys to do this. Think of your gym, think of all your members in this process. If you had, say, maybe you don't have one, because let's just but let's pretend you got an in body scanner, right? You go in, you give them little handles, and it fucking tells you your thetans or whatever. No, that's that's the uh, that's the same. Uh, anyway, so you grab onto similar. the thing, so and it tells you it tells you your body fats and weights and some local, some semi-localized stuff. It's maybe not the best shit in the world, but it's pretty. It's it's something. It's data, and it's data that will be consistent if you right. measure it consistently. And so, whatever that data is, okay. What if you let's not say make, but let's say told every single member of your gym you emailed them all. And you emailed them all three times in the next week and a half about it. Come and get your free body scan, free body scan now and a free body scan that we're going to do in eight weeks. Right. And we're, that way you can see, right. Let's just, let's just pretend this thing. You have the thing, you have the time. So let's just say you did this, right. You offered it. Which ones of them, how many of them would take you up on it? I think a fair amount. Right. I also would be willing to bet then that those people, if they bought no other product, very likely the ones who got scanned in the beginning and got scanned in the end would probably show more progress in that eight weeks than they have during any eight week period with you in a very long time because they're going to start making different decisions simply because yeah, I got this scan. I'm going to go and try to, I'm going to, I want to try to make this work because I just want to see those numbers better on the other side, whether that's mm -hmm. right, wrong, bad psycho, it doesn't matter. Just know that they will probably do more work. And I want you to also note which people turn down the free body scan before and after which ones completely de declined to take it those are the people who are hiding those are the people who either don't have body comp goals i'm just jacked There's, i've never met a jacked person who didn't want to get more jacked uh, and by the way you've met skinny people they all still I'm, I'm generalizing but you've met skinny people and they all when i, I would get like semi-skinny clients like runners and shit they would come in to sign up and to you know to do some shit to start working out 
and they all want to get skinnier. None of them want to build any muscle, even though they're all just skin and bones. They all so just understand that, right? That like even the people who are fit would want to want this to be better. Like they they're the ones who probably want it more than anyone else. So just know you can. I promise you, the people who turn it down are the ones who are really trying to hide, really, really trying to hide. And that's exactly oh, yeah. it. They don't want to be. They don't want to be to have their inevitable failure eight weeks from now pointed out to them or simply sent to them. It's not even like it's publicly blasted, but that's a little thought exercise for you to do. And I just think through your members, like who, who would take me up on this? If it was all free, this is all free. I don't know. Pay your fucking intern to do fucking uh, scope scans on everybody who cares. Like who, just whatever Just but just throw sure. this out there. See what happens. If you're willing or not, I, 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 again, I don't give a shit what you do. But I promise you, the people that do it before and after, you'll have to do nothing else with them, and they will have more success. And that's why this isn't about the money or the upsell for me in that product. It's about making my shit work. And I don't like doing shit that doesn't work. I don't like rolling out on flat fucking tires. You know what I mean? Let's air them up. Car's clean. Let's go. Yeah. It makes it better, right? It's a value add that enhances an already existing product that you should be selling We've gone deep into the weeds on selling any type of nutrition product before, but you should be doing it. And having this be bonded together just makes it more valuable. There's another piece that you we talked about in the very, very beginning, but we also need to understand just by adding this, yeah, just by adding this enhancement into this thing. If you start to look at what are your attrition numbers? What, do, what does the retention look like when you have people come in and are working with you, especially after maybe they buy a bigger package and they do something that was involved in some type of goal that they had and they've hit the goal. Your ability to say you started here and man, you mm -hmm. made it here. That's fucking awesome. What are we doing next? Yeah. The ability to now have that conversation and retain that person possibly at that same level of service and at bare minimum, keeping them involved in your community as a whole yeah. goes way up. I'm talking like three, four times your ability to be able to retain someone because it's what we see happen each and every time. It allows you and to reinforce the value of what you've done. That's the exactly. main thing. So when it comes time to renew, especially if they paid for a nutrition service, maybe they didn't plan on paying for nutrition service forever. Maybe right. they maybe they don't plan on paying for personal training forever. Well, what what's going to give you the best chance? Saying, look at this, so, like John just described that gap. Like, look at where you were. Look where you are now. It's awesome, man. Really proud of you. you. You really, really did it. And then they can say, you know what? I got this. Let's go down to the other. And that's okay. By the way, then they may just want the measurables to make sure they don't skid off. Then it becomes right. a product you can just sell in a, a la carte after that. But um, yeah, it's a that that piece is not to be slept on for sure. And because you show them that gap, they're high on the hog. They're super excited. Whatever you want to call it, they're pumped. They're amped. They were successful. Your ability to now ask and get a high quality testimonial out of that person goes up exponentially. Because now they're fucking excited. You gave them a reason to be excited. So you really have yeah. now, and which we talked about the ability and to harness and then repurpose those testimonials into your social media content, into paid advertising, so many different things. And it doesn't have to be, man, uh, it was one of your ads he put out there, which was amazing. It was a big fat white guy. And at the end of training with you, it turns into a jacked black guy, right? Yep. And that's, that's, you're going to be the before and after picture if you work with Dr. Stump. Yeah. Right. I love that. But it doesn't always I have to be got a body comp thing. After, and it said, probably. probably. <laughs> it's, it's, but it, don't, get your, don't get your short and curlies up in a bunch if you're like, well, I don't like the before and after pictures. It's super private and it's emotionally damning to yeah, people. Then, it's don't, like, then don't do that, but yeah. do something similar. Yeah. It's like, man, Babs, Barbara's 87. Barbara could not stand up out of a chair without being assisted by her cane and Barbara's kicking ass and she's going to yeah. be fending off all the dudes that want to get into her pants now that she can walk and dance at the fucking line. Yeah. Like it's anything your ability to I do think, that and only I think, if you show it to them. Exactly. And I do think it's important to touch on too, that um, when it comes to this, so I was talking to a trainer who has some clients who you know used to train with somebody else and 
this other person is, was known for delivering like high level transformations. It was crazy. Like 30 days of shit. Right. It would just like for the sure. people would eat like an apple and a salad like every day that was it. And you'd people exactly. dump 30, 40, 50 pounds in like a month. It was insane. You just break them all. I don't know any right. of those people that didn't put all that weight right back on. like some really, really misguided shit, but he would have these people take before and after pictures and he would go in with them, men or women, whatever, and just like, now I want you to stand, he would literally like make them stand pudgy, like literally make them turn in the saddest shit and take the before pictures. Sure. And then in the after pictures, he would literally go through and like, now I need to turn here and he just suck it in. It was, it was that thing. It was the most disingenuous shit. And I can tell you still before that, that is short sighted because it's lying. It's misleading. It doesn't work. It's not sustainable. Your reputation especially in a small town like this, you can't, uh, can't do yeah. that for a lot of years and not have people think you're a fucking charlatan. So, but now these clients were working with someone else I know, and they told her like, they're like, oh, if I take before, so the, she she offers always have these people take before photos if you want. You can do them or I can do them, whatever. And the client was like, oh, you're not going to make me do anything weird like about it. Like, no, I'm just <laughs> and, and, and and when I do my nutrition coaching, yeah, whether it's remote or in person. My nutrition coach in the instruction is go in the bathroom right now, find where, a spot where you can always set your phone every time or make consistent, just make it consistent. I don't give a shit and just take a picture. That's it. If you want, like literally doing the, make sure you frown on your before picture and smile on your after, like that's shit. That's the shit that people do. Just go and take a picture. And I, and I, and I tell them, I said, you do not need to send these to me, but I would like you to take one every week. Just take one every week and keep them. Cause it's important for you because again, same reason I have body scans. I need you to have wins. And if yes. from one week to another, you feel like you've lost and the data, the picture, the scale, the measurables show that you lost that week, then you're going to learn from that loss and you're going to go forward and we're going to win. If I allow you to hide in your fucking failures and hide from your failures from one week to the next, to the next, to the next, the fuck am I for a coach? I'm just letting you sit and fail, which is the one thing that you're paying me money to not have you do. If we did this with, a business, with our business consulting, John, if we did what coaches that don't offer measurables and let people out, how insane would that be? If every week I was just like, how are you guys feeling? You guys having a good day? It's like, no, we tell our business coaching clients all the time, we are here for one reason and one reason only. That is to make sure you have a lot of fucking, you're making more money, okay? And we want to make sure, of course, that all this gets done to represent your brand and fucking that you get more free time and you're able to have a fulfilling life as a business owner and you can start to scale and still like ethically do it and not be a slime ball like a lot of these people. That is our ethos. Our, that's our fucking our thing that we do differently with the Gear Academy than I think a lot of the other business consultants out there in this space. Um, but if we do all those other things and people fucking revenue is flatlined the same the whole time. What the fuck are we doing here? I don't even want to do it. I wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't want to work with them. I would say, I don't know, this isn't working. It's either you, it's me, or whatever. But the relationship is not productive. So I'm cutting it the fuck out. And right. that's a super important. You can if if I hired if John, if we hired an employee who is going to do some work for us, right? And it's a whole new department of this business, right? Um, but we just never really looked at all at any of their sales numbers, any revenue at all. We just liked the guy and they came in like we would, it would be insane for us to not look to just wait a year before we realize, like, man, this department has been losing its fucking ass. Like, it would be an insane way to do, do business if you hired an employee and never ever just checked in on whether or not they were productive at all. You just never bothered to see if it was an asset or a liability to your business at the most fundamental level, like the only level that this relationship exists for in a business, which is money and to have things get done. Like the task need to get, get done, and we are trying to make profit here. That's how yeah. you get robbed, and yeah, and and this is what people do with if you're if you're not making people put their effort where their mouth is, dude. Uh, so that's the thing is, it was a subject that had come up in the Gear Academy this week um, as we kind of move some offer stack stuff around, and it's a piece where if you don't know what to do or what you're going to deliver for measurables, just don't charge any extra money for it. Just bake it in, figure it out as you go. Uh, scope scanner is a great one. I think I still prefer if you're not familiar with it, it's cheap. It's pretty easy. 
do not bother uh, showing them anything regarding like the muscle quality stuff. It's too complicated as things change, especially when people are new, but you can, there's muscle quality and body fat percentage localized muscle to muscle. And so for that part, I kind of like see problem areas. Just don't let the clients get convoluted and confused by data. The other data, the muscle quality data is going to be more complicated from scan to scan than you're going to want to bother trying to explain to them. But the body fat one is the one that you need to use. So you use this, you scan it, you cut, you only address the body fat percentage data. Um, and then you pull that in with all the other metrics that they decided like they wanted to have improved to be successful. It may be, I want to bench fucking 700 pounds, dude. Like maybe that's it. And it said, perfect. Well, 700, maybe not the thing, but improvement is the thing. Right. Right. So if in two months your benching isn't any better technically, whether it's anybody just need to show you a video of you sucking at it and it looking like shit and a video two months later of it looking better, as well as some improvements and some notes or whatever that is. But somehow you need to show me that your shit's working because I'm just laying there fucking pushing a bar because I'm I'm paying you. And I think there's even there's even another element of it where you are doing some type of an assessment and checking just how generally how you're doing. Like it's, you want to be like, what are the metrics that you're checking? Like for what? Why do you do the programming that you do in your gym? Like, are people getting stronger? Is that why you have it there? Are they becoming whatever mentally stronger, physically stronger? Are they getting hurt? Yeah. You know, there, like there was a period when I was in college where everybody, all every player on the team, we all went through the same, our, our off-season workout regimen was the same. So everybody got, was prescribed the same training you know, across the board. Everybody did the same thing with different coaches. And one particular year in a single off-season, we had 25% of the team tore their ACL. 25%. It's crazy. It was, it was a, it was a fuck ton of dudes. Like we're like, yeah. what the there's a group of us that were like, what's happening? Like what's, and none of us are like kinesiology majors, but it was enough to be like, something is happening. <laughs> something is happening. And luckily we had a good enough coaching staff that obviously went back and said, what were we doing? What involving yeah. the, the hamstring and the quad and the calf were we doing that was causing an overdevelopment somewhere that's having every one of these 19 to 20 year olds tear their ACL and it that's never awesome. happened again. I don't think we had a dude tear an ACL after that. I don't think we had another guy tear an ACL for the rest of my time there. So it was like three Crazy. years with no torn ACLs and then one year with 25% of us. So just note this for gym owners, like your programming might suck too. Maybe your programming is just the wrong sauce, man. And that's why people aren't getting results. Maybe you're making people just do too much pacing shit. Or maybe it's just too much intensity stuff and people are pretending to work hard. Or maybe it's not enough slow stuff. Whatever it is, I don't know. But if you, you, you have to objectively look at this. If you gave away these measurables, if you just gave them away, which I don't probably recommend, but let's just say if you do it right now, the, the experiment we talked about before, if you did all of that, and shit wasn't working, you'd have to look at yourself, right? You'd have to either look, right, so what are these people eating, right? That could be thing thing one. Uh, is it my programming? Well, you can't change what they eat unless you sell nutrition programming. By the way, if they don't uh, show any improvement after that eight weeks and they're not doing your nutrition program, what a great opportunity to sell them nutrition programming. It's like, hey, you've been in here. You've been working hard. we got to maybe fix some stuff outside of here. Boom, perfect sale. And do you know also- that's the thing you can control, but the other side, then you can control your program. You just have to objectively look at it. Maybe my coaching sucks. Maybe my programming is just not good or it's not, not where they, what they need right now. And you got to be able to look at this because your services should work. It just should work. If I was fixing cars and things are breaking before they're leaving the fucking parking lot all the time, like at some point I got to go, am I doing this right? Right. But what if it's a manufacturer's <laughs> defect, right? What if you are? Yes a good what if you are someone that really is good at your job and they are bringing you the cars and you are fixing it and then every fucking hyundai that leaves yeah. has the same goddamn problem if you know you can honestly check all those boxes and know you did the right thing at some point you're gonna call the fucking dealer and call the, the actual group and be like there's something wrong with these cars oh yeah no shit there's a recall yeah. let's make sure we don't stay in the metaphor too long so we go right to people if you know you got somebody They've been working their ass off. They're doing nutrition with you and they're working their ass off and they really are. And they're not fucking cheating. They're doing everything you can. 
then you get them some fucking blood work and go to a goddamn doctor because yeah. you just saved them years of the possibility of them having fucking diabetes or some other shit that they don't yeah. realize that they could get fixed just metabolically fucked by the last guy that told him to eat an apple in a salad for a fucking month. <laughs> and then now they eat a thousand calories a day and gain weight. That sucks, man. Like, and, but you got to know that but the, sending them in at that point, if you've covered all those bases, you have all those, we've talked about this um, often when you talk about selling nutrition coaching and, and selling results truthfully is, and I think this is an old gym launch piece or one of the things where used to always say, but like, it's all about controlling for variables. That's it. The variables that we can control for now we can manage them. And if we can't control, so if I have all these variables in my control, okay. If someone's just doing my group fitness, I don't have all those variables in control, but if they're going the wrong direction, they're not progressing. I can say, Hey, we got to control some more variables. Maybe that's nutrition coaching. Maybe that's supplements. Maybe that's more private one-on-one -on -one sessions as well to make sure the efforts there and the right workouts that fit are there. But once you've controlled as many variables with this person as you can, now, you know, it's something that's a variable that's out of your hands. And then now you can say like, okay, if all this is really going on, we need to look elsewhere. Maybe you're just like super low T man. And your body's just telling you, you know what, it's time to yeah. get fat, crawl in a hole and die and just be unfuckable. It's like, well, no, no, no. Then maybe we should fix this. No. Maybe yeah. you, you can fix this. You don't have to go gently into that good night then that way. So we, we can we can know where else. Again, are you trying to help people? Or are you just trying to fucking be a worker outer who has a gym? That's it. Are you really trying to help people? So that's it, guys. I think it was a good episode. I think you guys, this will, there's a lot of good shit here. I hope, I really hope this frames the way you look at this product, not as a product either, as a, I think it's just really critical for your services. I just, I really think um, this is the, are you turning on the key to the car? And does it work when the person comes to get in the vehicle? Like at that point, if, if that this is, it's that level of importance. It's I came in to fix it. Now I'm driving off and it is fixed. And that's, that's what you're here to do. And we're not going to know if we just let people stay there, the car stays in the shop forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. So uh, thanks for for listening everybody make sure you join the facebook group the gym owners revolution link is in the description there you can follow john on instagram at jbanksfl jbanksfl you can follow the show at the gym owners podcast on instagram follow me at tyler f and stone on instagram if you want to cut all this bullshit out and get right to the shit where we start helping you with your business right now right away let's get you in the gear academy so Gear Academy can get you and shoot us a message. You can either, you can email us at your mom at hackyourgym.com. Hackyourgym.com. Your mom at hackyourgym.com or just message either of us uh, or post, shoot us a message in the Facebook group or on Instagram or whatever. Just any one of those channels, shoot us a message, say, what's the deal with this Gear Academy? I'd like to maybe get in. Um, we'll send you a questionnaire for you to fill out so we can make sure it's a good fit, you know, that um, that you're you're ready, you know. Um, but from there, yeah, once we can determine that you're ready and you're going to be a good fit, we can fucking start leveling your shit up. Like, like really, 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 really can. So, um, get in the gear Academy. It's, this is, this is when you stop talking about it and you start doing it and we get, we'll give away all this stuff we talk about. You can take every strategy I gave you today for free. Uh, just do it all, write it all down and run with it. But like back to the matter is we can make you do it. <laughs> and I think that's the difference. It's all the gap between knowing what you need to do and doing it is where success lies. That's success nor failure. Mm -hmm. So you want in, you want to bridge that gap, get into the Gear Academy. That's where all the cool kids are at anyways. So uh, thanks a lot for listening, everybody. And we will see you next week.